Welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. We are here live from DC in our in our robes. So we're at the Park Hyatt in DC today. So I booked this originally for 20,000 points, but they bumped me up to a suite for free because I have Hyatt globalist status. So I got bumped up to the Park Executive Suite. So if you want to book out the suite flat out, it's about 40,000 points. So I only booked with 20,000 and they upgraded me for free instead of paying um, 4,000 points straight out. And if you have Hyatt globalist, if they have availability, sometimes they'll let you get bumped up to a nicer room for free. So that's what happened to me. The standard price for a regular room here is about $323 or so. The park executive suite, the retail price was around $628 or so, the $628.38 around that price. So it was almost double the price to book the park executive suite for both the points or for the cash rate. So I got lucky with a free upgrade to the nicer room. And this room is actually the only room that I've ever gotten with a dining table. <laughs> like I've never had my own dining table. I had like a regular desk table at Hyatt hotels before, but never my own dining room table. So we have like one and a half bathrooms here. There's like a small little bathroom without a bathtub or shower near the, the living room area. So the living room area and the um, room for the king bedroom is separated by a door. So you have a little door that you can open and stuff to get from the um, the room to the living room area. So if you're inviting friends over, you could they can like you can literally shut the door for your bedroom and then you can sleep in there and have your friends chill out in the living room. The couch is very big here, so you can definitely sleep in a person or two here on the couch. It's very big. So if you're having friends come over and stuff and they want to take a nap, they can definitely sleep there instead of sleeping on your bed if you don't want them to sleep on your bed. So today we're talking about how to save money on fashion and clothes. When we started this podcast, one of the things we wanted to talk about was different stacks and ways to earn points and different hacks that you can use on topics that don't really get covered in the space as much because they're kind of a little more women focused. So we want to touch on different ways that we save and what we wear when we travel as well. So fun fact, I actually flew Frontier Airlines to get here. So my, my upgrade <laughs> Surprise was... of the century. <laughs> so my, my upgrade was actually the Park Executive Suite at the Park Hyatt. You know, I flew a budget airline here. Like, you know, like you don't have to keep everything all fancy and smancy. So I had a flight voucher with Frontier, so I went to get rid of it. I have American Airlines and I have Alaska status too. So I was either going to pay for a flight on American Airlines and potentially get an upgrade or on Alaska or just use it by Frontier credit. So for me, I was like, no, this Frontier credit, I just hate it having all these different vouchers and credits and stuff. So I just get rid of it flat out. So I just used um, the Frontier voucher to come here and just get rid of that credit entirely. So the fun fact is that if for those that don't know, if you fly in a budget airline like Frontier or Spirit, you have to pay for a lot of fees. So like if you type in like, let's say like if you bring a checked in bag, that's a fee. If you bring a carry on, that's a fee. The only free item you have is personal item only. And the thing is like for Frontier, you have to be exactly their measurements. You cannot squeeze things into the bin. So I've done this for Spirit and a few other airlines where you can squeeze stuff into the bin. But Frontier, if your backpack is just a little bit over and you try to squeeze in the bin, they're gonna be like, no, no, you pay the fee because that's what happened to me from my Ontario, sorry, my Orlando to Ontario segment on Frontier, where they're like, nope, your backpack is over it. You cannot squeeze things into the bin. 
the guy was not having it. He was like, Mm-mm. so on this segment from the um Ontario from the Orlando airport to um Baltimore airport, they they were stopping people. But for me, I got really lucky for this segment. Um, I was walking really fast, so I literally skimmed by the guy who was forcing people to put the stuff in the bin. But last time on my um Orlando to Ontario segment, they were they were stopping everyone. You could not walk fast enough. They would not budge. This one, they were kind of budging a little bit where they were only stalking, stopping a few people like people here and there so i literally used my jacket to cover part of the backpack to walk towards the, the gate to enter and stuff and then they didn't stop me because they're like they thought it was smaller because the jacket was covering part of the backpack so they thought it was smaller than what it was imagined because they were stopping people at the gate so it got really scary so for budget airlines you literally have to pay for a bunch of fees. Whether it be seat assignments, if you want to choose your seat, you have to pay for a fee. If you want to bring like a carry-on, you have to pay for a fee. If you want to bring a check bag, you have to pay for a fee. Versus if I flew American because I have status, I would not pay for any of those fees. I don't pay the seat assignment fee because I have status. I don't pay for a check bag because I have status. And I don't pay for a carry-on fee either. But for me this time, I was like, no, I need to get rid of this credit. You know, like it doesn't make sense for me to have all these credits and then forget about it i'd rather just get rid of the credit i knew that it might be tricky getting here and that's what happened it did get tricky here because they were stopping me at the bin but that was not the worst the worst part (laughs) so when i got onto the airplane they started delaying the flight because of the weather in florida so i'm thinking to myself you know if I flew American, it would have been nonstop. I would not have a bad bin issue. I, I, if I flew nonstop from LAX, instead of connecting to Orlando, like for this frontier flight, instead of flying down and straight back up, I would have flew across. I would not have had this issue with the weather or anything. So I, I, Yes, I put myself in this place for having that, but I really want to get rid of the credit. I didn't want that credit to like last there. It it was expiring in six months or so, but I was like, no, I have to get rid of it. I don't want to like think about the credit anymore. Because I do know it, it happens to people where sometimes last minute I will see pe- people in the points and miles community, especially they're like, hey, does anyone want to trade free night certs or f- trade certs with somebody else? And I hate being in that kind of position where I forget to use up something before it expires because I've known it happened a lot to other people for just hotels or airlines or anything in general. I just want to get rid of the credit. So for me, I was like, I'm going to forego the American Airlines status this time and just use up the Frontier credit and fl- and do the bougie in the backpack way. And I did I didn't fly into a main DC airport. I flew into Baltimore. So funny story. Like if you take it from the Baltimore airport to um, DC, the train ticket it was about eight dollars or so. So it wasn't that expensive. I actually had a bougie and budget hack for this. So taking the train, I was I was the guy was checking the tickets and stuff, and I was like, oh well, you don't have to charge me. And then he was like, ha ha, okay, it's Friday, I won't charge you. And I was like, what? Like, I did not expect him not to do that. So he was like, just save it for your round trip. Save it when you get back to Baltimore. And I'm like, all right. So the the guy, he didn't even end up charging me for my ticket. So I got like two tickets for the price of one. So it was $8 or so um, for each way. So I saved money on that. So if you think about it, if you fly in Baltimore, the ticket's about $8 to get from Baltimore um, train station near the airport to um, D.C. at Union Station. So you have to do the math. So when I was checking to fly Frontier to fly in a D.C., it was almost double the price for me to fly in a D.C. airport. But to fly out of Baltimore, it was half the price. So this was definitely the bougie in the backpack way where you fly on a budget airline. You don't fly into your main airport because your main airport is like more than the cost. It, the Frontier also doesn't fly there, so I couldn't go there. (laughs) 
And then you had to take a connection because there's no nonstop flights. And then you had the, the little mystery fees that you have there, like the check bags, the, um, the seat assignment fees, and then the, um, seat assignment fee, the check bag, and then the carry-on fees that you had. I paid for the check bag just because, like, for me, I didn't want to carry the um, my carry my carry-on everywhere. But now that I thought about it, maybe it would have been better for me next time to pay for carry-on because I noticed if you pay for the carry-on, you're in boarding one on Frontier. They don't stop you. They stop everyone else that was after boarding one because boarding one is all the people who paid for the, the um, carry-on fee. Boarding two to five is the people who didn't, so they're almost stopping everyone from my flight. So if you're afraid of that and you're flying Frontier, airlines i would say instead of paying for the checked in bag fee pay for the carry-on fee because the fee is about the same for both i think it's around 35 dollars or so i forgot how much i paid but i think it was around 35 dollars or, or a little bit more for the um maybe at most 50 dollars or so for for each for each direction that you're going to so like if you're afraid of getting stopped and stuff maybe pay for the carry-on fee if you don't want to go through that i risked it and i just literally covered part of my backpack with my jacket and i just went straight in and then the the guy didn't stop me because i walked really fast but last time they stopped me when i was flying back home to ontario so if you think about it if it was around two or three hundred dollars my airplane ticket it was almost close to double to flying out of frontier out of the other airport so i would have just like you know if you think about the grand scheme of things two or three hundred dollars for only 40 minutes to take the train it's not that bad if you think about it and the train runs pretty often so it's like i think it's every hour every half hour or so i saw like a train whether it be an amtrak or the maryland one so it's pretty frequent for it to come into the city anyway so if you definitely want to save on flights, look into the below. Look into flying a budget airline. If you're fine with the risk, flying to a different airport. So it's flying to Baltimore because it was cheaper than flying into the Washington, D.C. airports. So factor in time to take the train into the city. It was about 40 minutes or so, and it was around $8. So not bad each way. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot less than we were saying New York. Even going from Newark to New York is like fourteen seventy five. Yeah. And this is like, I don't know, it's going from one city to another, but... Yeah, it's and I also because BWI Frontier flies into BWI, it's like a hub for them. So that's a good hack to know there. So what I did was that instead of buying clothes for this trip, I have a subscription to Fashion Pass. So I forgot how much I pay each month. I think it's around one hundred and forty-five dollars or so. I have to double check the prices of the, the taxes and everything. So what I do is that I rent clothes. So for those that don't know, Fashion Pass is actually based out in Los Angeles. So if you order the clothes the day before by twelve p.m. the cutoff time you can actually get like four um you could get four dresses and three accessories or trade in two accessories for one another dress item so five dresses and one accessory so for me um if i'm flying budget airlines and stuff just because i don't have that much space or if i don't want to get caught like you know how this time i got kind of lucky getting away with the um the fee for the the bag where they didn't stop me if you're just having a carry-on and just um your personal item what you can do is that if you have fashion pass i've done this in the past where they ship to the hotel but this time i wanted to bring the clothes with me so you can have a rental cl rental clothing subscription some of the popular ones are rent the runway and fashion pass is another one i decided to go with fashion pass because it was slightly cheaper also because fashion pass is based out of california not new york like rent the runway is and it's cheaper to, to get fashion pass and it's faster to ship because it's faster to ship from california than it is to ship from new york to california so it's it was faster that way too so what 
what I do when I go on my trips and stuff. I pick out my clothes online and then I can either have it shipped to the hotel or bring it with me if I don't have enough space. So it depends on what you're doing. So if you're flying a budget airline like Frontier or Spirit and you're afraid of getting caught and stuff, you can actually have your clothes shipped to the hotel. Just call the hotel beforehand to let them know the package coming, you know, and that you have a reservation. They can write down the notes and stuff. I've done that before for Portland when I flew Spirit where they wrote down my name and stuff that they're, they're expecting a package. So they knew ahead of time that I was getting a package. And then um, what happened is that some hotels, they actually have a FedEx. So Fashion Pass gives you back a FedEx label. So when we were at the Hyatt Regency in Dallas, the FedEx was actually in the building. And I think the same thing. Yeah. So it's very convenient to drop off the package. The Grand Hyatt in DC, I think they have the FedEx in the same building too. So if you're going to a place that has like a FedEx nearby, you can also go to a Walgreens if they have FedEx. So the Walgreens near my house in Los Angeles, they actually take in FedEx packages as well. So like if you want, you can literally have your clothes delivered to the hotel. If you're like, don't want to pay for a carry-on or don't want to pay for um, a checked bag, you can save money on that. And it depends on what airline you, you fly. Like some airlines, they charge around $30 or $50. It really depends on which airline line you're flying to so if you want to save money on space just have the item shipped in advance to the hotel and then um if they have a fedex building nearby or they have like um a walgreens that accepts fedex packages you can just drop it off on the way before your flight and leave it there so you don't literally don't have to pay for a check bag or anything yeah, I think that's especially helpful if you're doing things like going to conferences where you kind of want to dress nicely and you don't, it's not necessarily things you would wear every day. So you don't want to like invest in buying it and you might just wear it once anyway. So it's like instead of buying it, you can rent it. And I mean, it kind of sounds like a lot of money, but at the same time, people will buy a bunch of clothes before they go on vacation anyway, you know, and usually end up if they go on a trip, a lot of times it's like, okay, you're taking photos and you want to have something. I don't know. You want to like look and feel good and um, look good in your photos and and take videos and stuff. So I guess it's kind of nice to have the option of something that you have like temporarily that you can give back and you're not you don't feel wasteful like you bought it and then it just sits in your closet and just doesn't get worn. Yeah, I know for New York, um, I don't know if Rent the Runway still does this. I, I used to live in New York like two years ago. But if you live in Manhattan, they ship the same day. So like I know that we were at Women's Travel Fest and I told a few other people and they're like, oh, no, like I wish I like they had to buy stuff last minute because they forgot that we had a special night where people got dressed up and stuff. So we had a special night there at Women's Travel Fest. It was one of the nights where we had like a special thing at a bar or something like that. And some of the people asked me about my dress and I was like, oh, I actually got this from Fashion Pass. And they're like, oh, Oh, no way like what is that about and i told them how the clothing subscription and how i used to live in new york because um a lot of people travel from out of town so like um we went to a women's travel fest which was a conference that was in new york city back in march so some people were traveling like from back to back from different countries so like they didn't have enough clothes with them to wear like fancy stuff so they literally bought stuff last minute at like nordstrom or another store that they found nearby the hotel and stuff so i told them instead of doing that next time if they get rent the runway they actually get same day shipping i don't know if they still do or not but they did it they used to do it two years ago when i used to live in new york manhattan they they can literally get the stuff the same day like and if not the day, the day after for like nice dresses and stuff because if you want to go dress nice if you want to go out and party or go to a nice dinner and stuff you want to look nice you can actually get that um from a clothing subscription so for me a lot of the brands that they have for both rent the runway and also fashion pass some of them are the higher end quality so it's not like stuff you get at forever 21 it's not that kind of like low quality it's stuff that you find more at like bloomingdale's quality wise so it's, a, it's pretty nice for the quality wise they do have some stuff from urban outfitters too 
if you like that kind of style. But the vast majority of the brands I found on Nordstrom or Bloomingdale. So it's more the higher end quality. So you're not going to get like bad quality for the price you're paying. Yeah. And I wonder too, if it's maybe if you're on the West Coast, like if you're going somewhere near the West Coast, if it's better to go to Fashion Pass mm-hmm. and then if you're on the East Coast to go to to try mm-hmm. rent the runway mm-hmm. so that you can make sure it's faster shipping. Yeah. I, I definitely think that's faster too for shipping wise to have it that way too. It just be mindful of which direction you're going to. So like um, you can be a first timer too. And there's a promo code. We can link mine too if you guys want a promo code or you can just DM me on Instagram at Pennywise Traveler too. Um, you can just use the code to get a certain amount off your first time like using fashion pass i think it's very convenient if you have back-to-back travels because we have people that were traveling from asia to go to the women's travel fast and oh, yeah, they didn't traveling from thailand exactly <laughs> so mackenzie's this one example yeah and it was like well it was you know i had like all my thailand clothes and i went straight to new york and i just had i had a couple dresses that would work but it was when i mean it was march it was so, so cold yeah. yeah so she could have literally used rent the runway or fashion pass they don't just have dresses they have jackets on there too so if you like let's say you're like in west coast i actually did this for my utah trip a few um last year like sorry 2021 so like two years ago where um i didn't i got rid of all my tough um winter coats because i was leaving new york to go to la and it, it didn't fit it didn't make sense for me to pack them when i was going to new york so i gave away a lot of my winter coats to friends or to donations when I was moving back to California. So what happened was I used Fashion Pass to actually get a thick jacket. Like, so mm-hmm. like if you're going to a ski trip, for example. Oh yeah, like a down jacket, yeah. yeah. So let's say you're going to Aspen or Denver for a ski trip or Utah. What you can do is that you can have Fashion Pass. You can actually order coats and jackets on there to the thick ones. Mm-hmm. So if you're like from California, you're not used to having winter clothes and you're going somewhere like a special destination, instead of paying a lot of money, because if you think about it, like a coat from North Face or like other brands from REI, they're usually at least like a hundred and if not $200 or more. For- yeah, something for skiing would probably be like, 300 maybe yeah. for a good quality. Yeah. You yeah. can actually find a summer jacket on Fashion Pass. I'm not sure if they have it on Run the Runway, but I know that for Fashion Pass, this was back two years ago when I did it. They actually have those thick ski jackets that you can use at a time. So like I actually got one of those for my trip to um to Utah. And when I was going to Utah and Arizona, because it was kind of cold. So I needed that jacket when I needed it around that time. So if you're if you're if you're not used to having let's say like summer clothes or you're not used to having winter clothes, Fashion Pass and Rent the Runway are both great for that because you can rent out those types of clothes. And when we are at Women's Travel Fest, kind of like what Mackenzie was saying, she was coming from Thailand. So imagine just coming from Thailand where you were wearing like short dresses and like stuff like that, and then you're coming to New York where people are wearing coats and like winter boots, everything. And then like you don't have any of those clothes, you only have like thin clothes. So like I think you end up going to Nordstrom Rack, right? To end up buying some clothes. So I I actually had my down jacket with me because (laughs) I always bring my down jacket anywhere. I bring my whenever I travel anywhere, it doesn't matter how warm it is. I bring I don't always bring my down jacket, but I bring my um, my rain jacket, too. So I had a jacket, but I did need I needed like a like a almost like a blazer kind of coat thing so i ended up going to marshall's and picking one up so i i made sure i picked up one that i was going to use um that i was going to wear probably more often and i wear it all the time so it's definitely worth it but yeah i had to get go pick one up and i bought a new one so 
Yeah. So if you don't want to do that, like let's say like you live in the West Coast, like me, like in LA weather, so you don't really need a big jacket and stuff. You can just get one like from Fashion Pass or rent a one way and rent one for like special like occasions where you're going to the um like a special like let's say like you either had any of these where you're going to from West Coast to East Coast where you need a winter stuff, you can rent that from Rent the Runway or a Fashion Pass. It depends if they have any available clothes left. A lot of times they do have a lot of different options you can choose from different sizes and, and different styles. So a lot of times they do have options, but sometimes the dresses or like shirts and jackets they do sell out so just keep that in mind it's not always available you can definitely go from like like winter clothes to like summer clothes that's an easy example or vice versa from summer clothes to winter clothes or if you need special like occasions like if you need like a very fancy cocktail dress because you have a very fancy dinner you can also use rent the runway or fashion pass for that like for me i rent out the cocktail dresses just because i don't really go to fancy dinners that much but it's always it's nice. for like weddings and stuff yeah. yeah this is especially helpful for like wedding season mm-hmm. where like if you're trying to wear a really nice dress but you don't want to wear the same dress to each of your different weddings wedding in the season yeah yeah you can definitely rent them from like fashion pass or rent them run- rent the runway because then you can just borrow the different types of clothing styles there and a lot of the clothing styles again they're like stuff you find at bloomingdale's or at um newman marcus or like the high-end quality they do have some stuff from urban outfitters there and free people too if you want more of that kind of style but a lot of the brands i've got from um rent the runway and also from fashion pass they're pretty high quality mm-hmm. so it's not the cheap stuff you find at fashion like fashion 21 forever 21 because like i know for me sometimes when i buy stuff from forever 21 it lasts like a few times when i wash it and after that it's over because the, the item was like so cheap yeah so, it's like fast fashion yeah, it's yeah fast fashion versus like high quality fabric plus it feels find. wasteful when you have to get rid of it too so yeah so like i have a monthly subscription for my clothing subscription just because and my roommate makes fun of me she's like you're just shopping all the time mm. Like, well, I don't mind. I like trying different styles and stuff, you know? It's nice having that because I do have, like, occasionally I have special events with my different friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we go to a nice fancy dinner. Sometimes we go to nice places and stuff, and you would do want to look nice. And then I have, like, like everyone else like i have special events like weddings or conferences that i have to go to as well and i'm not gonna wear the same dress to this each wedding or conference <laughs> like i want to switch it up and everything so that's why i do it for that reason too because if you think about like a nice dress that you wear to someone's wedding it could easily cost over 100 dollars. Mm-hmm. but if the subscription is like 145 or so i have to double check the price in my like my card and everything but like if you rent out like a few dresses and you're going to a, a, a wedding each month like a few like a few weddings each month because it's wedding season you really offset the price that you would have paid for like a like one dress yeah is there um are you able to turn off turn off your month if you don't yeah you can, you can um you can um you can get rid of you could cancel the subscription or you could put it on hold you just have to mm-hmm. like contact customer support customer support they have a chat on the website so it's really fast yeah so like i i chatted with them before um one time i missed a 12 p.m deadline and i just told them like hey like i actually have a really fancy event to go to and it's same day shipping in la so it'll come the next day it's okay you do it as a courtesy where you just pack the package today and the the, the um chat rep was very nice and she was like yeah don't worry about it we'll ship it out today because I, I i just forgot to order by 12 p.m um la time mm-hmm. and then she was nice enough to say like don't worry about it we'll, we'll put it on marketing system to have a ship by today yeah do you so do you how do you pay for it do you have any ways of saving money like 
is there promo codes or yeah, coupons you can, you can up, use? We can leave a promo code in this episode. Mm-hmm. So what I do is that um, you can actually, I, I haven't tested out with Visa gift cards yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't tested that out. Right now I'm working on a sign-up bonus. So that's why I'm just having it charged the sign-up bonus right now. So I yeah. haven't tested out the other ways, but we do have a promo code if you guys do want to try this out and stuff, but I can check it out. Um, once I make my sign-up bonus on my other credit card, we can test it out if it works where I can use a Visa gift card or MasterCard gift card. We can try that out for like a future episode. We can follow up if that works or not. So I've never tried any of the rental kind of companies before. I think they're interesting. I might have to do that because I think one of the things too is that it's saving you closet space. Like you have to think just to have real estate in your closet and also with the stress of having all that stuff in your, like I, I want to just get rid of all, all my clothes, but I, when I go to do it, it's really difficult. But what I do is I do thrifting and secondhand clothes, which I know sounds kind of gross to people, but there's a lot of secondhand stores that are that cater more towards that are more higher end. And so I think the key is finding those in your area and especially for certain events. Um, So like I there's one I now that I'm moving to D.C., I got to find the ones in D.C. because there's probably a ton. But there was one there's one in my old town in Bloomington and I can um, I need to find what the name of the conglomerate of it is. But there's this place called Style Encore and they had more because there's OK, there's like Plato's Closet. If you've ever heard of Plato's Closet, it's that's kind of more young. It's a little more young. It's like high school, college, early 20s type fashion. And I do sometimes go there for if I need something a little more uh, like party-ish, I guess, because they have a lot of like party kind of clothes. So I went there when I wanted when I needed something for Taylor Swift concert. So I got like my whole Taylor Swift concert outfit there and everything there is. So what they do is they buy secondhand clothes, but they are really strict about if they what they accept. So it has to be it can't be like torn. It can't be you know it can't be like poor quality it can't be like faded so they're really strict about what they accept so you know that you're getting something probably hasn't been overworn like something good quality because they they filtered up for you and it's not it's not like going to goodwill where you never know what you're going to get where it's kind of like some of the stuff at goodwill like hasn't been washed and they require everything to be like clean and and everything so that's like one store and then there was a there was a few other stores in my town that were more a little bit more mature which was more like my my demo so uh this one called style encore which they have a couple locations around the u.s but there's there's other stores that are like this but they're also very strict with what they accept and they have a lot more professional clothes too so what i do is i'll if especially if i'm going on a trip or something and i'm like oh i need all new clothes i actually just go and get secondhand clothes and usually everything and they have they run a lot of sales too but it'll be like eight dollars for a dress like i got the dress i was wearing yesterday it was uh banana republic and that dress is probably would have cost like maybe like 50 or 70 dollars but i got it for like eight dollars and it it wasn't overworn like it definitely it looked like it had been worn maybe once and it wasn't like when i got it it wasn't gross or anything so i what i like to do is just wear i like to just do secondhand clothes and then what i do is after i'm done with it like if i've worn it a bunch of times i feel like i don't know i don't want to keep wearing the same thing especially with conferences i feel like i'm wearing the same dresses every time um once i start to feel that way i just go and i resell it back so um you can either sell it back to the store which they take a huge cut like they'll they'll maybe give you like two dollars for every ten dollars that they're going to sell it for so it's not a good not a great return on investment but at least you get something out of it if you 
go back to that store that you that you, the secondhand store that you get it from. Or if you if you're more if you're more a hardcore thrifter, you could do a consignment shop and they usually will pay you more than what these other stores that I'm talking about. Um, those other secondhand stores. And another option though is Poshmark, which I've done in the past. So say you go and buy something from a secondhand store that's more hasn't been overworn and you buy it for like eight dollars, like an eight dollar dress or a ten dollar dress. You could wear it once and then go sell it on Poshmark and you can sell it for like eleven dollars. And then Poshmark takes like a dollar or two dollars out for every uh, like they don't have huge fees. It's not like these other secondhand stores that take a huge cut out of it. So what you can do is get um, you could sell it on Poshmark. So let's say like and this is how you could earn points this way. So you go and you buy something from a secondhand store that's ten dollars like a dress. You put it on your credit card. You're earning the points that way. And then when you're done with the dress, you wear it a couple times. You sell it on Poshmark and then Poshmark is paying you cash and then you're kind of you can net zero if you if you play it right um and that's not really i mean that's like a way you could also earn points while wearing different clothes and you're also saving money because you're not putting that much money down and you're also saving money in your closet because you're not um you're not buying a, pun a bunch of clothes and having it just sit there so that's something else you could you try doing um and that's what i like to do the, the thing about poshmark is there's more there's more upkeep involved because you have to take photos and you have to make sure so you either want to do it in batches like you do like maybe like five dresses at a time or like five outfits at a time or something and take photos and put them all up and you know they might just sit there and not get purchased so that's something else i've done i do i've sold all my bridesmaid dresses sorry if any of my any of my my past friends who have been brides before i don't think anyone really cares but i've sold all of them on poshmark and i mean you don't make all your money back from those because i usually bought them new but i've had people buy bridesmaid dresses from me and so that means they were they were in a wedding where they needed to wear that exact color and that exact style and they got the dress for their wedding so they were saving a ton of money that way too so that's another option poshmark um if you're interested in that i can i can send you my link too <laughs> we'll put it all over all of our links in the show notes for that yeah it's actually you bring up a really good point so i i double checked my fashion pass how much i paid it was 163 163 mm -hmm. so that's for like i usually do um it's unlimited swaps so because they're LA based, you can trade in the clothes. Let's say like you got your first swap on Monday, but didn't like any of the clothes. It didn't fit right or anything. If I return it by that Tuesday, the next day by 12 p.m. I mean, sorry, if I um, if I return, let's say I return everything the same day on Monday because I got it the same day on Monday and ended up not liking the styles. Check-in usually for a fashion pass when you drop it off the FedEx takes like a few hours. So let's say I drop it off by 8 p.m. I might get it by 11 p.m. or so because um, there's a there's a few Walgreens that are 24 hours and they accept FedEx. So they, they're 24 hours or they close really late. So you can drop it off at the FedEx location, which is Walgreens in um, Los Angeles, depending on where you live. So I'll usually get a message a few hours later. As long as I choose everything where I get the notification, the email, it seems like you can check your next items if i order by 12 p.m let's say like i return everything on monday and i got the email monday night on tuesday as long as i order by 12 p.m they'll ship it to me the next day so it's 163 dollars and 16 cents for unlimited swaps but you can only have all the items at once so you're going to have like uh, for me it's five items and one accessory it's usually four four items and three accessories but you can trade in two accessories for one extra item so i usually like to rent dresses there so it's usually just five items and one um, accessory for me when i use fashion pass and also 
I would think about this too. If you want to have like a side hustle, because you want to have business credit cards, you can actually probably use Poshmark as your side hustle. Yes. Yeah, you totally, that could be, you could even, you don't even need an LLC. You could, that could be your sole proprietorship. Mm -hmm. And that could be when they ask you, if they do ask you, if you apply for a business credit card, that you could say that's what you're doing is buying and you're a, a reseller on Poshmark. Mm -hmm. And you have all those listings that you had on your Poshmark account as proof if they ever to ask you like, hey, well, was this proof that you were selling stuff? I mean, most of the times they don't question, but if you do want to have that as backup, you do have that option from your Poshmark account where you're like, well, I did list this on this date. It's not like I was mm -hmm. lying to try to resell the item. And then this is a good way to get business credit cards just because um, let's say like, um, I know this passed already, but if this does come back, um, Chase, um, Inc., Chase Inc. Cash and Chase Inc. Unlimited, they had a 90,000 signup offer, which is pretty good. They had it a few months ago so it, it has since ended right now i think it's around seventy-five thousand points it's still i mean it's seventy-five thousand points and it's a zero annual fee zero dollar annual fee card mm -hmm. so it's always i mean there's never really a bad time to sign up for that mm -hmm. one it, it, it's still a pretty um those are still pretty good sign up offers because if you have a chase sapphire preferred or chase ink preferred or chase sapphires reserve that's a good segue into moving those ninety thousand points if you get the high sign up bonus or the seventy-five thousand points to your main account because right now the Chase Sapphire Preferred is actually lower. The Chase mm -hmm. Sapphire Preferred is 60,000 points. But let's say you got both the Chase Sapphire Preferred card and the Chase um, in Cash because right now it's 75. So 60,000 plus 75, that's 135,000 points. So that's pretty good. I think I booked business class last time. I'm trying to remember. It, it was around 50,000 points I booked or so I, I forgot the exact amount, but it's usually on, let's say like business class is usually around 50,000 points or more to fly to Asia or to fly to Europe. Then that's like, you got your round trip ticket there from just two credit cards to fly business class. Yeah. Or, or a bunch of nights at Hyatt. That, that's true. So, yeah. so fun fact, um, for, um, my Hyatt yesterday, I actually booked the Hyatt near the airport for Baltimore airport. It was 6,500 points. It didn't make sense for me to book Park Hyatt the day before, mm -hmm. just because like I was getting there late. My flight also got delayed on the frontier flight. So it was, I got to the hotel around like nine or 10 PM. So it didn't make sense to pay for the Uber to go to the air, to go to, um, Park Hyatt. And, Park Heights twenty thousand points versus six thousand five hundred. So it's it was a category one, but it was um peak time, but um normal peak. I mean normal time for that hotel because it's it's category one. It's five thousand points. So I actually have a Sunday flight where my Sunday flight. Sorry, my my Monday morning flight is at six a.m. So on Sunday night I'm gonna stay at the, the um Hyatt place there near the airport because it has a free shuttle to the airport, and it's only five thousand points versus if I was to book the Park Hyatt again, it's twenty thousand points. Because I have Globalist, I also have late checkout until 4 p.m. So I could leave my stuff at the hotel with the front desk or at um at, like at the front desk or the the bell the bellman. I could just leave my my stuff with them while I go out and explore Washington D.C. and just leave it there and then take the stuff with me and take the train back to Baltimore and just stay at the hotel because they have a free shuttle service from the train station. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a free shuttle service from both the airport and the train station. It's a really good deal, I would say, for like 5,000 to 6,500 points for a Category 1 hotel. So I think that's a pretty good deal. And it, it's a Hyatt place. So if you don't have Globalist, there's actually free breakfast there. The breakfast isn't as good as the um, 
Park Hyatt here where we had it from an actual restaurant. It's not Michelin star. It's, it's, not, it's not. It's <laughs> Michelin star. It's the standard breakfast that they have there at each Hyatt place where they have like some fruit, mm-hmm. some packaged oatmeal. I mean, some eggs. I mean, like free breakfast is better than no breakfast, right? <laughs> so like like you yeah. you cannot complain that much. But um, it's, it's still, I would say, a very good deal because you don't have to pay for Uber or anything because there's a free airport shuttle. And the airport shuttle is actually 24 hours. So when I got to the airport from Baltimore, um, they told me to call when I land and get my bag and everything. So they said, just call when you land and then we'll tell you where to wait for the um, the hotel for the um, pickup and stuff. I believe it was like number one or so. I had to go walk from the Frontier Terminal to the, um, the place where they told me to go, the door one. I think it took about maybe 10, 15 minutes. I think I forgot how exactly how long but i would say allocate at least 15 minutes to walk across you can call them right before so i just called them right before and then they expected me i told them like my name and everything and they're like okay don't worry we'll we'll tell them to pick you up so we, they know that you're coming so like you don't have to call them because they they run um 24 hours but it's always good so they can get an estimate of how many people are coming to the hotel and then that hotel shuttle bus is actually shared with the um i forget it was either the marriott or the hilton nearby where they share the same hotel service for what? the yeah, they're the same shuttle yeah they share oh, the man. same shuttle so like they pick up everyone at once for it's either the Marriott or Hilton I forgot which one that they share the airport shuttle with so they they share it too so it's good for them to get an estimate anyway but I would say this is a very good hack if you're trying to get like like you're coming late for a flight Mm -hmm. or you have an early morning flight with me you don't have to stay at a fancy hotel like the Park Hyatt for 20,000 points or so you can stay at the airport hotel nearby at the Hyatt place they have a free shuttle works 24 hours it could take you to the train station where I took the train station from um, Baltimore Baltimore airport to um, Union Station, Washington, D.C. They can drop you off the train station or they can drop you off the airport. So it's very convenient. Yeah. And I, I mean, Hyatt really takes care of you. In that way. Like, yeah. You always have like a good shuttle and everything. Yeah. And you don't have to be a globalist to use yeah. the free shuttle for free. You, you could be anyone. So, But make sure you get an account. So like I know that sometimes people do guest checkout, but I would say always open like a Hyatt account or any loyalty or hotel program Absolutely. that you have. Because if you do guest checkout, like you don't get those points from like staying there if like especially if they have a promotion so this was a few weeks ago they had the highest bonus journey where you get additional hyatt points for every two nights you book mm-hmm. but let's say like you didn't have a hyatt account and you just book guest checkout then you miss on the opportunity to get that bonus points from the hyatt bonus journey so you just never know whenever they hotels have promotions like that and that promotion for hyatt's bonus journey that counted towards points so if you had a points day you still got those um, bonus points if you registered in time for the promotion so that's why you never just do guest checkout because you never know if you get like promotions or extra points from staying somewhere or even just the elite nights like you get the elite Mm -hmm. nights every time you stay even if you're staying on point Mm -hmm. also you need a hyatt account if you're going to transfer chase points to hyatt which so i mean the we were talking about the the ink cards as far as um using them for business and um use, having a poshmark business or something or facebook marketplace one of those but and um they're really good for earning a lot of points because you have the the uh, chase the chase ink cash you earn five times points at office supply stores which <laughs> you know what we're all buying at the office supply stores <laughs> And and then for Chase Freedom or not Chase Freedom Unlimited, Chase Inc. Unlimited, you have the 1.5 on every on points per dollar spent on everything. So also, yeah, especially if you were doing if you're doing something like Poshmark, you could probably do the workaround with either of those cards. That's still pretty good um, 
earning on the spending there too yeah and those chase ink cash and chase ink unlimited cards they're, they're no annual fee cards they also have the GoPuff credit on those too oh yeah so you can easily that's an easy like money maker or like savings for you i am um, fun fact the GoPuff credits i use it for the befmo near my house i actually don't buy alcohol so the past few times i've been buying air tags and also buying toilet paper from the befmo so i don't even go to the alcohol section to order the stuff on there i use it for basic necessities Necessities like toilet paper and air tags. So you don't have to buy alcohol with those GoPuff credits. Something else about GoPuff, a lot of people they don't use those credits because they don't have GoPuff in their area. But something you can do is if you're on a trip, which is the first time I used my credit was when I was in Dallas. I actually did use it for alcohol and I got I it was like right when the GoPuff delivery the GoPuff credit came out. So I was like, oh, I'll just get it delivered to the hotel. So you can use it when you're traveling. You can also use it for if there's anyone you know who lives somewhere where there is GoPuff, you can like send them something. They can just get it sent to their house or they can go pick it up too. So there's always a way to use the credit even if you don't have it near you. You can take advantage or get you know get someone an air tag as a gift <laughs> yeah I, I literally got like so this is a stack so for those of you who missed out on our stacking challenge we do have replays available for sale so you can de definitely buy those replays we're going to have in the show notes but this is one of the easiest stacks that you can do on gopuff um what you can do is that what this is what i did i used a rakuten portal and then I, I got Amex points instead because Rakuten was links, linked to my American Express account for membership rewards. And then I used a promo code because I had a promo code on my um, GoPuff account. And then I had the um, so promo code was $10. And then I had the um, Chase credit for $10 for the GoPuff credit. So instead of paying $30 for the um, GoPuff, for the, um, sorry, $30 for AirTags that you usually pay around $30, it was around $10 or so, more or less. A little bit like, ten dollars more or less because it including the racket and portal it's a little bit like less than ten dollars or so um for the cashback if you do the math for that it was around ten dollars instead of paying thirty dollars for the air tags and that's an yeah. easy stack so if you want to learn more about stacking that's just one example but we do have a like a one-on-one for the recap for stacking of how this all makes sense if you want to check out that that um stacking challenge we do have replays available for you mm -hmm. and when it comes to stacking too as far as fashion we're talking about here um, there's a lot of opportunities to stack if you're just buying clothes from stores. There's shopping portals. There are offers on credit cards. If you use card pointers, if you're shopping at a store for clothing, I know there's a lot of offers on credit cards for things like Nike and there's different, there's a lot of high end stores that'll be on the Amex offers, but there's also lower end stores as well. So definitely always check before, if you're thinking of buying something, check to see what the offers are on your credit card. And an easy way to do that is using card pointers to see what from the credit cards that you have, what's available, or just, you know, just looking in the app to see, looking in the credit card app and seeing what offers are available and then adding those offers to your card and then going to cashbackmonitor.com and seeing what offers are there for stacking you can a lot of times use flus as well. So you could, so this is how something like this could work. Say you have, say you want to buy some clothes. At, I'm just going to say Nike because I've always seen Nike on there and I, they always have some kind of deal. So you could go, um, you could either add it to your card if there's an offer for Nike or something, add the offer to your credit card and then go through a shopping portal. Let's say it's like 10% off or 10% cash back on your Chase card or something. And then you can go through Rakuten and maybe it's 10 times points per dollar spent at Nike. And then you go and you buy it through that. So you're getting 10 times points on, you're buying like a pair of $100 sneakers or something. You you get a thousand 
uh, American Express points for the 10X through Rakuten. And then you would get 10% back. So you get another $10 back on your Chase card. So you'd be getting, you'd be paying $90 for a pair of shoes, for a pair of sneakers, which, and then you would get um, a thousand points for that, which you can use, you could transfer to 13 different airlines with American Express points. So that's one way you could stack with a clothing store. If there weren't any offers on the card, you could also do you could pay with a card that earns two times points per dollar spent like a capital one venture x card so you could do something like this you i i like to shop at kohl's because they have a lot of good coupons so you can if you download something like a lot of stores like that have apps specifically where you can have extra coupons so you could pay say you're buying something that's a hundred dollars at kohl's but you have a 20 percent kohl's coupon and then you can also get you can also go through a shopping portal. Let's say you get like five times points per dollar spent through a shopping portal at Kohl's. I did this for, for Christmas. I bought a bunch of stuff at Kohl's as gifts and I was getting eight times points per dollar spent. Um, I was getting through the American Airlines shopping portal and I actually used that to get American Airlines status. So that was good. I spent like a couple hundred dollars and I got, you know, eight times a hundred, couple hundred dollars is thousands of American Airlines miles. It was definitely enough for a flight and it was enough to bump me up to gold status, which got me a first class flight on the way here to DC. So if you're doing through a shopping portal, usually you'd have to also do in-store pickup or get it delivered. So you can do that. So now you're getting that. And then you could also get a Flues gift card. So you could usually Flues has some kind of cashback offer for places like Kohl's. And so you can go there and put in the exact gift card amount. So you're earning cashback at Flues. You're earning eight times American airline miles per dollar spent at Kohl's. And then you're also getting that 20% off coupon. So there, that's another way that you can stack with different clothing kind of purchases. And a lot of those, a lot of retailers are on Flues and a lot of them are on Cashback Monitor or Rakuten or American Airlines Shopping Portal or Swagbucks. You can check all of these different... Usually Cashback Monitor is the best place to search for all of these to see what your options are for stacking when it comes to clothes. Yeah. And a lot of the credit card offers, they're not limited to the high-end brands. I've seen H&M. I've seen um, Forever mm-hmm. 21 on there too for the credit card offers. It just depends on which credit card you have. Sometimes like not every single credit card has the same amount of offers. So my Chase Freedom Unlimited card might have different offers than my Chase um, Sapphire Reserve. So don't assume that just because you have a no annual fee card that you're not going to have offers on there. But just keep in mind, it might not be the same offers as your more premium card. I've noticed that my more premium card for Chase Sapphire Reserve and and also for American Express Platinum and American Express Gold, they have more of the premium offers than the no annual fee card. So just keep that in mind that if you do have the annual fees, Sometimes like it pays off in that sense where you can easily get them annual fee offset with the different credit card offers if you shop at those places anyway. So it kind of makes sense. Like um, I remember when I was moving back to um, California, they had an Ikea offer on one of my Amex cards and I was buying furniture anyway. So Mm -hmm. it made sense to use at Ikea. A lot of stores, they have it. I see Macy's pop up a lot too. Yeah, Macy's is always on there. Yeah. And also if you can, when you add the offers, make sure you add it to the right credit card. So like, let's say you have American Express Gold, you want to add the credit card offers to that one because if you add it to American Express Platinum, it's only one times the point. But on American Express Gold, I see a lot of restaurants all the time. Mm-hmm. You get four times the points. So just make sure you add it to the right one. Also for American Express Platinum, that one has the purchase protection. I don't yeah. think American Express Gold has the purchase protection. Uh, actually, I think it 
think it does. I think it has extended warranty. It doesn't have the same. Or no, yeah, because um, American Express Platinum has the cell phone protection, mm -hmm. but I don't think um, that the American Express Gold does. Okay. So they have different benefits on each. So if you're buying a more premium product, let's say you want the, the option to have return protection or purchase protection or extended warranty, the easiest way to think about it is just use American Express Platinum because it has the premium benefits. On the no annual fee cards for American Express, I don't think you have any of those benefits. But just keep that in mind for Chase. Um, Chase Freedom Unlimited, that's a no annual fee card. That one has a lot of those benefits on there. So for a no annual fee credit card, that one is pretty good because it has a purchase protection. It has an extended warranty. It's just that you might not have the credit card offer, like the little extra coupon. So it just depends on what you're doing. If you do have the extra coupon, of course, American Express might be better because you're getting one times like I mean, it's only one times a point, but you have the extra, like, you have the coupon, which might be even higher than 1.5x if you do use the Chase Freedom Unlimited and have no coupon. So just do the math to see which one makes more sense for you. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say one more comment that I forgot to say earlier for the clothing subscription. Okay. The clothing subscription, you don't have to wash anything. So if your clothes are super dirty, mm -hmm. let's say you went hiking them super dirty, you can mail them as is. So mm -hmm. you don't have to wash them beforehand if you're traveling back and forth. You don't have to pay for laundry service. So no need to wash them and return them. So if you're very lucky, like the FedEx was in the Hyatt Regency in Dallas or the Grand Hyatt Washington DC, I think that one has a FedEx too. You can literally just drop it off at the FedEx counter and get the um, return label. Because they give you a return label on a package, so you don't have to pay for it to ship out. You just have to drop it off at the FedEx. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. then um, one more tip that I forgot to give about, about um, we talked a lot about clothing subscriptions and then like secondhand from Poshmark today. But this, this is the one more clothing hack that I just thought of just now. We also have clothing swaps. So depending oh my gosh, I love I do those all the time too. Yeah, so depending where you live, um, in Los Angeles, there's actually this Instagram account that I follow where they have different um, clothing swaps in Los Angeles. You can also find them on Facebook. Like if you look under Facebook events and literally just type in your city. So you go typing, let's say, clothing swap Los Angeles in Facebook. You might be able to find a Facebook event nearby. That's how I found a few of them from just like from Facebook in itself. And then you can bring some clothes to donate. It depends on how they set up the rules i know that in new york when i did it in new york too they have it from the um i forget the name of the organizer in new york but they also have one in new york i actually got a juicer last time that was my first juicer from a clothing swap so the clothing swap they donate a bunch of different items um i can look up the name of the place that i did it from new york but it's sponsored by the city i believe mm -hmm. where they like let you donate stuff like um juicers or whatever you don't want but it has to be in good condition kind of be in bad condition for you to donate yeah. but i actually got my free juicer that way so like for those that don't no, I actually drink green juice almost every single day. <laughs> so I'm yeah, we know. <laughs> so my first free juicer was actually from a clothing swap. I didn't wow. pay for it. It was free from a clothing swap. They created a monster. Exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't pay for it or anything. And imagine the juicer. That's what, like $100 usually? Yeah. Mine was free. It was second hand. Like it was free and it was in, it was working. Mm -hmm. So I used that when I was in New York. I didn't I just used that as a free juicer, you know? Yeah. So like you can get a bunch of random free items there. There's um there's a bunch that are hosted in both New York and Los Angeles. You can literally go on Facebook or Eventbrite and just type in clothing swap plus your city. So like in New York, it'll be like clothing swap New York. Um, there's a bunch that are hosted in both in LA and New York because I used to. I mean, I live in LA now, but there's a bunch in LA that I know of, and there's also a bunch in New York when I used to live there as well. 
if you don't live in a city, another thing you can do, and this I've done this, I've actually never attended a clothing swap that was like an organized event like that. I've only done it with groups of people that I know, like groups of women who get together and we just all bring our clothes that we don't want to wear anymore and just put it all together. And so I did this with, I play ultimate Frisbee. So we, we used to do this all the time with our the, the women on the Frisbee team. We would all just put our clothes in and then um, you just take what you want and then everything else that doesn't get taken, we just donate. So, um, that can be another option too. If you don't live in a city, if you don't live somewhere where there's events like this all the time, you can also just have, get like a group of your friends together or a group, of, like some kind of group that you're part of, just get everyone together. And I mean, it doesn't have to be all women too. It can be like, it can be everyone, you know, so um so yeah so i just googled it the um the name of the organizer for the one i did in new york it's called grownyc.org so the event that they have is called stop and swap they have a bunch of different locations in new york so again it's grownyc.org and it's called stop and swap and it says on the website that you can donate any unwanted items like clothes books shoes toys accessories or housewares sorry no accessories but like um clothes books shoes toys and housewares that are still like in good condition that you can take home to use and you don't have to donate anything to get something back and the one in la that i go to it's called radical clothes swap i actually haven't been to this one specifically yet but i found this on instagram the other day it's called radical clothes swap maybe we could do a follow-up episode for a future one for where i attend like a few they usually have at least one free one each month there's a bunch in la the other one i went to in la i don't know if she still organized it because it was a canadian organizing it for um she was living temporarily in la at the time and she had one almost every single month and i found out about that one on facebook but the one i just found is called radical clothes swap so if you live in los angeles that's that one on instagram and on instagram they post which days that they have a clothing swap and just scrolling through the instagram page they have one at least once a month like if not more than once a month so you can easily find um the clothing swaps there where you donate a few items or so and you get stuff new to you but for these because they're out in the wild for public what i would do is that um i would wash them in hot water at a laundromat nearby before bring it to my house <laughs> like i'm yeah, sorry but like i don't know what to do with those items and if you're trying to find like cheap laundry detergent remember you have the GoPuff credit the GoPuff mm -hmm. credit you can go to bevmo and use a ten dollar credit to buy laundry detergent like it yeah. doesn't have to be super expensive or anything. Use those credit card benefits that you have. Like use it to go to, if you're in Los Angeles, use it to go to the BevMo on, and pick it up and get laundry detergent there and then go to a laundromat and wash the clothes that you got from the clothing swap there. It doesn't have to be extra fancy or anything. Yeah. Because yeah, just because like it's from someone's random's house that I don't know. So I, I don't know if their house has bed bugs or anything yeah. like that. I'd rather wash it in the public area, not in my house <laughs> or the laundry yeah, somewhere don't bring the bring the bed bugs in no like, no 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 that's such a big problem in new york too the bed bugs yeah so like if you have a local laundromat near your house when you come back from the clothing swap put everything in a big garbage bag remember the garbage bags you can even use your bevmo like your gopuff credits to buy that bevmo if you have multiple chase cards of gopuff credits you can even do that and like put in a garbage bag and then get the um laundry detergent and wash it over there not in your house because you just don't know where that came from because from the public area yeah. So those are just a couple different ways that we save money and stack with 
clothing. I know it can seem like it, it maybe seems more expensive to get more higher end clothes, but you can actually save money and not waste space in your closet by doing some of these methods. So we hope that was helpful. Like we said, one of the reasons we made this podcast was to focus on a couple of topics that we feel like don't really get covered a lot in points and miles and different ways to stack. So we hope that you enjoyed this. If you could please, if you enjoyed it, leave a review. We really appreciate it. Five-star review and please like leave comments and everything in our reviews so that we can see them. And that helps us helps us to put more content out there. Yeah, definitely. Just because we were able to have the free stacking challenge from a bunch of different partners. So your reviews and ratings do help us a lot because we're able to use those metrics towards the partners to have more free things like for you guys for like such as the free stacking challenge. If we didn't have sponsors or any partners for that, we would have charged you guys for that challenge. So make sure that you do had all the giveaways and everything. Yeah, they sponsored a lot of giveaways and stuff for us. So like that does help us a lot. It doesn't have to be a few uh, very semantic reviews. If you're spending hours thinking about living a review for us it doesn't have to be that it'll be a quick rating for it takes should take less than a minute to write something for the review and rating thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week